On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself. Brent Lindekew, the good news guy. It's 2015, the first show of 2015. Can you handle it? I can't believe that we're kicking off a new year in a good way with the good stuff. It's our first show and, uh, and we're doing a little two hour special. So there's going to be two hours of good stuff coming your way. And if you want to, if you want to catch up with all the good stuff and you want to keep up to date and, and sort of hear what's going on in social media without spending all your time on Facebook, that's why we're here. We're bringing you all the, the feel good stories. We're bringing you the stuff that, uh, it's going to brighten up your day a little bit. I have two amazing co-hosts on the panel today. They're, they're flipping incredible. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. We've got Nikki Abbott, who is our very English correspondent, all the way from Harrogate. And, and we were just talking off air about how beautiful she is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there. And then we have Jason Greer, who is our all-rounder good guy. He, he sorts out entertainment. He does the tech report. Um, he's all, all over the place. How's it going, guys? Mm. Good, good and you. Welcome back to the good stuff. So good to be on the good stuff. So good. We'll start off with, I think, ladies first. Sure. Uh, well, well, first of all, we're going to be concentrating on all the good stuff that's going to be coming to you for 2015. So we're going to be looking at entertainment stuff. I've got a list of movies that we can go through. There's some tech stuff that we're going to speak about. There's travel destinations. And then there's a bit of charity stuff as well that we're going to, we're going to shift through. But that comes a little bit later in the show. I first want to catch up on how we're doing. Nick, how was, uh, how was your holidays? Uh, it was really nice, actually. Um, chilled a lot. Uh, stayed in Joburg. So actually, well, you know what Joburg's like over Christmas? Dead, which is actually the best way to uh, spend Christmas, in my opinion. Uh, doing as little as possible. Well, normally you go to, you, you go over to England over Christmas. So you get the snow and you, know, you get that Coca-Cola truck or whatever it's called. And yes, that is the best. That's how you know it's Christmas in England is when the Coca-Cola truck advert starts. That's when Christmas is officially started. Okay, and and that's, I mean, super cold jackets keeping warm, whereas here it's the polar opposite. Yeah, Christmas this year was very strange for me. I was sat by the pool in my bikini, which, yeah, for me, that's, it's, it didn't really feel like Christmas, not going to lie, but it was, it was nice. It was a nice change. That, I think that's the, the best thing that I love about, about, uh, Christmas in, in Joburg is that you do get this, or in South Africa, the sun, the surf, uh, people are wearing less clothing, it's, uh, ice creams, it's, uh, it's all about the hot weather, and I'm, I was brought up here, so I'm so used to having a summer Christmas. Yeah, me, no, it's, uh, I like having the fire on, and wrapped up warm, and no, that's nice for mm. me for Christmas. Okay, we'll pretend it's Christmas in July again. Okay. We can do that. These headphones just went all bizarre. I know, I all of a sudden just got you blasting in my ear. I was like, wow. I don't know, was it something I did? I don't think so, I don't no. Think so. <laughs> uh, yourself, Jay, did we, were you in Joburg? What did you do? Yeah, I was also in Joburg. Um, although, we went up to the Kruger for a week, which is okay. Flipping hot as hell. I was going to say, Kruger yeah. in December, that place must have been that heaving, like hot. Boiling, boiling, boiling. Was yeah. it busy? It, yeah, kind of, yeah, it was really, actually. Um, I mean, it usually is though, at the end of the year. 
you got all the tourists and whatever coming through. Um, did did they charge you a different rate? Because I've heard that Kruger uh, National yes. Park. If you don't have your ID, your South African ID with you, they charge you a different rate. But it's something ludicrous. Like to get in, like a normal person to get, like say a normal person, <laughs> a South African to get in. Hey, study on, yes. study on. <laughs> For a South African to get in, I think it's, uh, it's like 130 rand, I think. But uh, if you don't have a South African passport or an ID, it's like, 260 or, or something stupid over double the price yeah I, my parents came over um well they they've been over a couple of times um the last time they came over we went to kruger park and i think i was lucky i got away with it because i've got the um the visa in my passport mm. so they classed me as a south african mm. but i think it was something like 80 rand a day for myself and um james mm. and for my parents it was something ridiculous, like you say, like 200 and something. Yeah, like a day. No, we, we've got the price. It's 265. Cheapest. How I insane. Mean, it's, it's ludicrous. And I think they're just fleecing them. And I, I actually felt so bad. I mean, I, honestly, I know you guys are tourists, but I mean, really. But Did, having said that, when my parents came over, I didn't feel so bad because they are earning the pound. You know what the pound to rand is right now? Yeah, it costs them like 12 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like nothing. They, they could pound. be like Oprah standing at the gate. Tickets for you! Tickets for you! <laughs> tickets for everybody! <laughs> That's um, crazy. Okay, so yeah. you were at the Kruger for a bit yeah. and it was really hot. Did you get to see? No, also, I, okay, so game viewing, I think, in in South Africa, it, the best time to go game viewing is winter because it's not green, it's not lush, and the, you can kind of see through all of it yeah. so you can see stuff. Although having said that, in winter, uh, animals are generally quite lethargic as well because it's cold and they want to just wrap up. In the middle of the day, sure, it's hot, but then they're sleeping. Yeah. So summer is always the best time, I think, to go in because there's a lot of rain and there's water holes and the, the animals go down there and there's a lot of you know stuff happening. But um, when we went, uh, I saw a zebra, an impala, I saw a chameleon. Impala, isn't it? I was going to say impala and impala. Impa- More impala. And impala. Impala are the McDonald's of uh, of the South Africa because mm. they've got that M on their bum and they're on every corner. And the thing that always makes me laugh, when you go with tourists, okay, obviously I'm not classing myself as a tourist now, but when I, when people come over to visit me and I take them there, you drive into the park and they're like, oh my God, stop, 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 stop. So you stop, mm-hmm. Impala. Mm-hmm. Next time you say, oh my God, stop, 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 Impala. Mm-hmm. Three times after seeing it, they're like, drive on. Yeah. yeah. Don't yes, even bother. Exactly. <laughs> you know. um, but I mean, friends of ours saw a bunch of things, you know, the usual rhino, lions, etc. Um, we saw a leopard, but we saw its head and then we went back down on the grass again. And then we saw its head, and then we went back down on the grass again. But, I mean, by that stage, there were like 50 cars around you all trying to see the same thing. So I was like, ah, oh, bugger that. Um, but I was going to say, you know what I miss about Christmas in uh, Christmas overseas is South Africans aren't as festive. Nowhere near. I mean, I mean, we've got uh, – I mean, there's one or two houses with maybe a decoration or so outside. But in the UK and the US, there's decorations everywhere, and there's music playing everywhere, and there's Father Christmases all over the place. And it's just such a festive environment. We don't have that here. And that's the one thing I really miss, although I am – very chuffed now that I've got a kid, I can actually start like living sort of vicariously through them and make it so exciting for them. You know what we didn't really have. I was it upsets me. I was in, in the States last year. Well, no, I was in the ah. States in twenty thirteen. Mm. That was wow, I can't believe twenty fifteen. So uh twenty thirteen December, I I was lucky enough to go down to the States uh over the Christmas period. And the people that we were staying with, very good friends of mine in, in Miami, they um the night it was sort of Christmas Eve, I think. It was there, um, there and they, they did it every year. Mm. Climbed in their car and drove to to one of the the best um, decorated roads. 
And we just it sat in awe of mm. what some people had done. Also, Miami is all about the heat, but there was yeah. full-on snow on some of the houses. Like, they go all out. And yeah. it does make you feel quite festive. It puts you in that mood. It does. You get in the Christmas vibe. We We decorated our house a little bit. I mean, if you look at the... There were no lights outside. It was like a Christmas tree and a couple of decorations around the house and trying to make it festive inside, but nowhere close to what they do internationally. But you know what sucks is South Africans go moggy over freaking Halloween. There they decorate their houses and put stupid things on there. And it's not even nearly a South African uh, uh, pastime or a holiday to celebrate at all. We, we <laughs> I went and bought a couple Stupid of, uh, th- at the Broadacre Spa in Four Ways. They sell those big orange pumpkins. That now look can, at that. They're selling freaking pumpkins the, here as well. Over Halloween. And I know you hate Halloween. We, we've had this discussion oh, before. We did. That's right. Yeah. But uh, they... They sell these big orange pumpkins, and we bought a couple for Halloween, and I never got around to doing anything with them. So they sat. <laughs> so you just have random pumpkins, <laughs> they s- Ashley. <laughs> they sat outside of my house, these big orange pumpkins, f- until sort of Christmas. And then on uh, the night before Christmas, the kids got hold of these big pumpkins, and they Googled how to do a Christmas pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> and they carved out like a nightmare before Christmas faces on all the oh, pumpkins. Oh, I saw that. It was super cool. Was that them? That, that was them. That. The kids oh, did that. Brilliant. I must say that it's uh, it's... Carving a carving a pumpkin is tricky, mm. and it's, it's messy. So hard. It's messy. Mm. The inside the inside of a pumpkin looks like throw up, like it's, uh, it's yeah. stringy and, and yeah, it's not all nice. sorts. And when was your vomit all stringy? It looks like vomit. I mean, I'll show you a photo. <laughs> I'll show you a photo. Uh, so New Year's next. Mm. What did you get up to? Um, I had a rather disappointing New Year's. I'm not going to lie. I was home fairly early. I did miss out on the Cliff Central party. Yeah, but you totally had tickets. So I, I know I totally had tickets. Unfortunately, my friends overrode what we were doing, and um, hmm. they. It's called peaking too early. When you drink too much, and then you just you just you don't get what? to it where you go. It wasn't even that. That wasn't even the reason. They were just being miserable. Okay, well, I don't want to make you feel bad because I'm not about that. I'm the good news guy. But you missed the most epic party. Yeah, I know. It was so fantastic. I mean, we had such a jaw, hey? I mean, what time did we go home? Like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. You weren't even there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, pho- we'll Photoshop him in all the photos. <laughs> it was, it was, there was an epic party. The, the amounts of people, the, the type of people, it was, it was like a big party with the family because everybody is part of Cliff Central. So mm. even as a listener, when you guys came through, it was just such a, it was like having a big birthday party. That's cool. On New Year's, which was really rad. And then on top of that, um, we we'd sold out, so nobody else could get into the venue, and there must yeah. have been, I don't know, three hundred people standing in the square, mm. right by um, the outside of Hard Rock, and they were all standing there and counting down with us, but they couldn't come into the venue. We it was just such an amazing environment. I have to say that on a positive for New Year's this year, most people that I spoke to, um, they all did the Uber thing. Um, or, or the taxi thing. Yeah. And, and about Uber. a we're lot of people either, you know, well, I noticed when we were going from venue to venue, um, the places were dead, you know, and a lot of people said it's because people were staying at home and brying. Mm. So, you know, they That's weren't we on did. the roads and all that kind of thing. Mm. Did you have a family bar? Uh, a couple of friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it is also, that's, that's what New Year's is about. It's mm-hmm. about having your friends over, having your friends around and celebrating with them. Yeah. Um, obviously you, you have your little kids. Yeah, exactly. 
So you don't yeah. can't go out and and you also want to spend it with her like it's it's New Year's for her too. Uh, no, I mean no. at her age she doesn't really. I mean she's got no idea what's happening. You didn't take a photo of her at midnight sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think we barely just made it past twelve. That's okay. Sleep, yeah. That's okay. That's mm. okay. The Uber thing was insane. So we you you. You cannot drink and drive. Mm. Um, South Africa is is really stepping up on that. Mm. And it, it, whether it's because of um, it's the right thing to do, which I believe it is, or because they want to get more bribes out of people. There was a video released yesterday yeah. of that guy and his girlfriend that got caught on New Year's Day. And the, the police officer had insinuated that they'd been drinking. Mm. And they had played along, like they'd had a couple of drinks. And his girlfriend had her camera, her like phone. Um, she must have been playing with it because he didn't realize that she was recording the whole time. And the police officer at, at sort of three minutes into the conversation said to the guy, well, um, you can either go to jail or you can get, uh, you, you can give me 200 rand and I'll let you on your way. Mm. And it's all caught on video. And then, and then they tried to, um, they told him, you've just been caught on video, give us your badge number. He wouldn't give his badge number. They then got hold of his uh, officer superior. in charge, mm-hmm. superior, and the superior, they showed him the video, and the superior said, well, no money has changed hands, yeah. and you're drunk, yeah. so you're getting locked up. He hadn't had a drink. They took him to, they took him to the, the police station, and mm-hmm. they tried to charge him, but he hadn't had anything to drink, which is insane. Yeah. Anyway, Crazy. point of the story. Yes. We went through four roadblocks on the way home. Wow. From, from Santon to four ways. Four. What time was this? Uh, three-ish. Sheepers. Went through four, which I think is really rad. It's like they, they're making sure that you're safe on the road and that you're that's safe amazing. on the road. And if you think of, if you have kids, that's important. When sure. they're out and about, and even if they're catching a taxi, you want to mm. know that the taxi is safe on yeah. the road. I was going to say, because it's not always... You might be the sober one on the road, but it's not necessarily, it's somebody mm. else that's drunk that could actually cause the accident. It's not necessarily you that's going to be the problem, even when you're driving sober. Well, that's case in point. When I was about 21, we had a drunk driver who hit us in a head-on, and we went flying through the windscreen and stuff, and we hadn't even had anything to drink. We just wow. finished work. So it happens. You've got to watch out for other drivers. Yeah, it's like driving mm. for everybody as well as yourself. I must just say, we just got a, a, a message on WeChat from Cindy. Uh, all the way in Ireland, and she says she was partying with us the whole way through. She, uh, she, we had live streaming, so oh, if cool. you, if you were even at home, you could have logged into Cliff Central and heard all of our DJs doing their thing and hmm. the party going wild. And she did over there, uh, which is really, really rad. Back to the the taxi thing. So we hmm. caught an Uber from our house to uh, Santon, and uh, there were nine of us in like a little minibus. Hmm. And when we um, asked for the Uber, it said the surcharge would yeah. be one point five. Hmm. And we were like, okay, well, you know, it's, it's too bad. It's New Year's Eve. So we, that, that was like at eight o'clock in the evening. Quarter to Santon. It mm. was like 600 rand. Mm. And then when we were ready to go home, I can't mm. remember what the surcharge amount was, but it was about hoppers two quarters to three. Mm. And when we checked Uber, they wanted to charge us over 3000 rand to get home. Yeah. Which we just said, like, no, there's, mm. there's no way. So we found a taxi uh, service inside Hard Rock that Cliff Central had organized. Mm. And th- that cost us cheaper than to get there, to get mm. all of us home, which was super, super rad. Yeah. All over the news and Twitter and sort of social media, people are going crazy about the surcharge thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's business. You know, that's your peak time. Look, what they charged is, well, 
I mean, I can't comment on that, but I mean, you've got to charge a, a premium. I mean, that's your busiest time. You know, you, you need to make money. It's a business. And Jay, let's be honest. Would you want to, would you want to work on New Year's? Imagine oh, no. being in a car working. If you're getting mm. paid double, triple, mm. if the money's going back to them, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wants to be sat in a car on their own at midnight on New Year's Eve? That's yeah, two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, exactly. People throwing up in your car. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I was, when we had this conversation yesterday, Brent, I said to you, I mean, in the UK, that's standard. Mm. On Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, it's double time. Yeah. All taxes are double time, drinks are more expensive, yeah. everything. Exactly. All the takeaways that are open on the nighttime, they're all more expensive. And you know, and Uber even released a statement saying, well, we made you aware of it. Just kind of, we told you it was going to be a surcharge. I mean, they, I, they sent out a mail. They yeah. sent out a mail and the mail had a graph in it that showed you mm. when the cheaper times would be and when the more expensive times exactly. would be. So it was there and it was put out, but social media, mm. they're just, they're not happy. And Uber, I mean, they're a big company. Mm. They're all over the world and people are continuously at them for yeah, all God. sorts of things. You always, you're always trying to blame the man, you know? Um, I love Uber. I'll I love you. I will always use him. I'd, so would I. Mm. And if there's a surcharge, I'll do exactly what I did on New Year's Day. And I, mm. I didn't want to pay it. We didn't want to go for that. We found a second taxi provider. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what you got to do. Nikki, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I actually haven't set myself any. Mainly because I tend to do the, oh yes, I'm going to go to the gym more and I'm going to eat more healthily. And then I just don't. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> don't tend to stick to it very well. So well, I decided this year, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna try and be happier. We did the show um, just before New Year's where we had the bucket list guy come in, Robbie, and we discussed how to, how to instead of set a resolution, you need to set a goal, and then we discussed how to keep to those goals because there's a there's a number of things that you can do but i found a better way before i get into that have you set Mm-mm. no news okay well i've got some for you i think there's 14 yeah there's 14 realistic new year's resolutions that anybody can stick to mm. so i mean it's not even like a goal like not quit smoking or whatever mm. we'll start with uh, the first one which is begin every day with a cute animal video it's easy enough <laughs> it's a good good new year's okay. resolutions <laughs> that, uh, that that could like end badly though because like what if you got out of bed late and like you're in the car and you think oh i forgot the I, video i really need to watch this video before i get to work otherwise my day's just gonna go totally to yeah hmm. that could end badly that could and then, end badly. then that's that's promoting what so ma- maybe number two is better <laughs> take more pictures of your cat because there's not enough pictures of cats on the internet what if you don't have a cat yes <laughs> <laughs> take pictures of someone else's cat i'll i'll say again this list is on mashable so th- All right. there's, there's someone who did some research sure. into this <laughs> number 3 eat more fries yeah, yeah, I can do that. that I can, can do, do that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, All and, over that one. And what they say underneath there is fries make you happy. Uh, you can't put a price on happiness. True. And and let's be honest, the inner side of you is going to want to gym anyway. So eat more fries and it'll motivate you to go to gym. Maybe. Finally finishing watching, uh, finally finish watching Twin Peaks on Netflix. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's, nobody's watching that. <laughs> um, subscribe to a bunch of exercise related YouTube videos. Okay. So you don't have to do the exercise. You can just, just watch, watch them. Buy some gym clothes because that sort of makes you feel like you're I doing do something. I do that all the time. Like I feel like if I buy new gym clothes, it's definitely going to make me go to gym. Hmm. And do then you, I don't. Do you think that's a big thing to look good at gym? Do you think, I mean, I'm like, I go to gym and I'm down and dirty. Like, But I think like, okay, from a female point of view, mm. do you know, like a gym isn't the most necessarily the most comfortable place to be if you're not a confident gymmer. 
or if you don't really know what you're doing and you're just kind of going because you know you have to. Like, so if you feel like you look good when you walk in there, even when you walk out, you look horrendous. Mm. So it does work. A little bit. Number seven, which is, I think, a cool one, is only hit the snooze button once. So that's your news resolution. She said, like, I wish I could hit a snooze I button. Say, I could never do that. I haven't even, I haven't, I haven't set my alarm since my kid's been born. Oh, Not wow. once. Because I'm up at 5, 5.30 every morning because that's when she wakes up. So no alarm. <laughs> <laughs> if I could only push oh. my snooze button once, I would not make it to work. It, well, ah, it's something, it's something to saying. practice. It's a, mm. what do you mean? Do you wake up and jump no, out of bed and no, run? No, I, snooze, I wake up, snooze, I snooze, 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 and snooze, and then I fall back to sleep, and then I snooze, mm. and then I fall back to sleep and snooze. If Such I could a only snooze, feeling, yeah. I know. If I snoozed, I'd be out, and then I'd be like, oh, morning, <laughs> boss. Oh, sorry, afternoon, boss. <laughs> afternoon. The next one, Instagram with no filter. Stop with the filters. <laughs> You're taking the selfies. Stop with the filters. Stop with the selfies. <clears throat> That's never going to go away. No, no, it's not. Especially now they've got those selfie sticks. Oh, jeez, like it. The amount of Instagram selfies I've seen with a, hey, did you get my new selfie stick for Christmas? <laughs> so selfie sticks, funny fact, uh, they were actually made in 1995 in Japan, and they were listed as, I think, 15 of the most useless Japanese inventions in 1995. <laughs> and underneath it, it said, um, in, in the description, it said that it's, it's used for when you or your partner are on holiday and you don't have someone to take a photo for you. Mm. So they've been around a while. It's just they've really become a huge craze now. They're just ahead of their time. Let's put the hashtag <laughs> selfie. And the last one I'm going to give you is carry a book everywhere you go. You don't have to read it, but it makes you look intellectual. True. That's a good resolution. That, I was going to say, that depends on the mm. book that you're carrying. If you're carrying a Where's Wally, I'm not sure if that would kind of promote the same. Where's Wally is quite intense, though. I love Where's Wally. Because sure. you've, you've got to find that Wally guy. And all the other things. Yeah, exactly. It's not just about finding that little character. It's all those other cool things. Find ten birds. You know, all this. That's, well, yeah. No. <laughs> so, I feel like we know a little I'm bit too much about where's Wally. I don't even have a child. So I don't even have that as an excuse. I'm going to post those resolutions up on, on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, if you haven't made one, maybe that that's one that you could stick to mm. uh, no instagram selfies instagram filters you know yeah. stuff that we can do we'll be right back we're, we're going to get into what we can look forward to in 2015 uh with a whole bunch of stuff if you want to get involved you can call us on 0861 189 or you can send a message to wechat or tweet us at cliffcentral.com uh, or myself brent lindicu or nikki mix underscore abbott she knows it or jason how do you spell abbott a double B O double T. Or Jason M. Greer. Jason M. Greer. And just get in touch. We want to hear from you guys. Bastille's new one, Torn Apart, off their, their sneaky little album that they snuck in over December mm. with no marketing. I think they try to pull a Beyonce. It's nice. Where they just released an album with a whole bunch of, of songs where they've collaborated with other people. Speaking of Beyonce, have you seen the, her latest music video? Which one? It's bizarre. She's on like the balcony of a hotel the, or something. I think it's called 7-Eleven. I don't know what the song's called. I just, I was just odd. Yeah, it's 7-Eleven. What is it? It's a... Uh, 
it, I, I don't know. It's like she's almost becoming like a hardcore rapper and she raps a lot in the music, uh, in the song. And then the music video, it was all sort of GoPro stuff filmed Kinda, by themselves. Yeah, exactly. And it's like them in the dressing room mm. in obviously a, a penthouse somewhere in America because I've never seen a hotel room that big. Uh, I suppose it's not a hotel room exactly. It's like a it's like a house, yeah. but it could be like a hotel or penthouse. Mm. Point is, that I think she, some people might, and the, the avid Beyonce fans might be all into it. But I feel she's kind of losing the plot. I don't follow her or watch. I, her I haven't or, seen I her new one yet, so I don't know. Mm. I'll I'll I play it for you after the show. It's pretty crazy. I was going to say, I think I might need to Google this. It's yeah, exactly. Crazy. We watch Trace all the time. It's just on in the background. Um, and I just happened to see it come on. So. But I have to weird. say, her past mm. few videos have, have all been a little bit weird. She seems to be going that kind you of You know, that weird. one with her on the beach was very sexy, though, I must be honest. That was, that was quite a sexy music video of hers with her hair. Karen? <laughs> uh, I think it's called Drunken Love. That we all know. Yeah. I've been drinking. Yeah. Alright, so 2015, what we have to look forward to. There's a bunch of good stuff. And I think, uh, there's a whole, we, we've done the shows that focus on what 2014 had and the biggest stories. And if you look back, 2014 was, I don't know, the new. A couple days ago. It was a couple days ago. 2014 mm. is so last year. Um, <laughs> it was, if you look back on the news, it, it wasn't, Incredibly positive. I released a blog where I, I pointed out the best of 2014, the good stories and the good stuff. But a lot of people concentrate on the negative. It's, it's the way the sells. news is. Yeah. It's what the news is. So we had all the Oscar Pistoria stuff. We had the aeroplanes. Mm. I think there were three of them. Just mm-hmm. Really bad. We had terrible movies. There were some movies <laughs> that were released that were just shocking. <laughs> like a waste of time. Waste of time. But I think you must get that every year. I don't think that's 2014 only. But it's what people focus, focus on True. is that sort of negative aspect. So we're going to, we're going to try point out in different genres the stuff to look forward to in 2015. Yes. And I'll, I think I'll kick it off because I've got a list here of, of movies plus release cool. dates. Do it. I need to tell you which movie I'm most looking forward you can't, to. You can't say a word yet. Oh, we no. got to, we got to keep it in that the anticipation. We got to keep it in. Do it. Tell us the movies. Okay. First off, in January, we have taken three. How many times can your daughter get taken? Well, apparently, no. three. apparently, um, no, cause she didn't get taken in the second, in second one, one, did exactly. she? He, he did. got taken. Correct. And apparently, I don't know if I'm giving too much away Please here. Please tell us because I don't understand. In the trailer, Apparently, his wife dies. Mm. Does he go to heaven? I don't know. Does he go get so her back? I don't know like if he like brings her back from the dead or if <laughs> there's like... any movie where Liam Neeson goes around and starts... I dig it. No, I do as well. I, I, I do love are. the Taken movie, so mm. I'll definitely be watching that one. Cool. Uh, the next one is in February 6th. It's called Jupiter Ascending. Okay. I've not heard of that. It looks really cool. Um, it's, I can't think of her name now, but she, she is a human on earth and she's living here and Channing Tatum comes and tells her that she's actually a princess of an alien race, uh, and they control the, it's very sci-fi, but the, the whole thing looks really, really, really cool. You've said the one key word that's going to make me go watch that, and that's Channing Tatum. So I'll be there. You'll be there. So we got that. Beyonce Beach, Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, I do actually like him as an actor. I think he's very good. I like him as an actor. To okay, look not at, there. No. Dancer. Okay, you're jealous. Did you know that his first ever gig was in the music video for Ricky Martin? Yes, and do you know she that bends. you know the movie what? Magic Mike. 
Yes. That is based on his life. He was oh, a stripper. Rubbish. Yeah. No, he was no. a stripper. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Wow. Promise you, I was, gonna, I was totally going to say Google it because Google doesn't lie. But when I was going through the list, that was one of the movies that they said was was one of the. T- I didn't put it in the list because I don't feel anything for it. But Magic Mark XXL is one of the movies coming up in like June this year. Yeah, it's. Uh, but again, one of those those kind of movies like Magic Mike, the first one, the second one, they're not the kind of movies you watch for like the storyline and their <laughs> acting skills in it's it. Like porn. Exactly, you watch <laughs> it because the guys get half naked in it. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, this is what we got to go. Uh, the next one that we have is is Chappie, which is um, Neil Neil Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Yeah, it's his baby, mm. and uh, it, I don't know the trade, and it's got Dave Patel. I like Dave Patel. I do. I interviewed him when he was on Life of Pi. Oh wow! Mm. I hated that movie, but I like him. I loved that movie because it's exactly like the book. It's exactly like the book. I like it when that happens. Because mm. I read the book before, because I, I, I flew over to go and interview the uh, Ang Lee, the director, and then Dev. And it, it just when I was watching the movie, I couldn't believe how, how he was just so good. He was brilliant, the director Ang Lee. Anyway, yes. So Dev Patel, I really mm. didn't like Life of Pi. I, th- I felt mm. like I'd never get that time back. It was three Shame. hours of my life that I'll never, ever get back. Did you back. read the book? No, but basically uh, what I got from the story is he comes up with a totally elaborate story to to make up for the fact that he ate his mother. Like, it's terrible. No, it's nothing like that. Maybe I need to rewatch it. You need to read the book first. I was going to say, I think, I think he really yes. needs to maybe sit down and... Read the book. I'm going to read the book. And the book is quick. You read it quick, quick. Okay. You must read the book. I'm going to download the book. Next and time I speak to you, Brent. If it's if it's a bad book, then I'm going to hold this against it's you. It's not a bad book. Okay. It's a lovely book. So I'm going to read the book. There's a news okay. resolution. <laughs> I'm going to carry around Life of Pi. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's the book that you're going to carry around with you. So there you go. You saw it. Because you know what the problem is? You watch the movie first before you read the book. The book, you, you form your own uh, vision, your your own way that, that you think the story should unfold. Because you, you, you see in pictures. Um, or you read in picture, I suppose, in my mind, I do. So, like, there's that, that part in the boat where the hyena kills the zebra. Now, when you're reading the book, man, it evokes such an incredible amount of emotion, which unfortunately the film didn't portray correctly, yet the film was still brilliant. Anyway. Have you seen Gone Girl? I have. Okay, so Gone Girl is apparently very similar to the book. They did the oh, same. Nev- you see, I never read the book. They did the same thing. It, it was one of those where they've taken the book and they've portrayed it so well in the movie. Um, which is mm. super, super, it's a good movie. It was it one is. of my best. I enjoyed it, yeah. Very much so. Super cool. April 3rd, we've got Fast and the Furious 7 coming out. Oh my word. The How only, many more the only reason why this matters, eight. the only because reason of Paul why, Walker. because of yeah. Paul Walker. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the franchise, I don't care for it. The series, mm. I don't, but, but because it's him, I might. But and he is in it as well, isn't he? Because they were mm. half th- halfway through filming when he passed away. Yeah. Correct. So that's, uh, on April the 3rd. On May the 1st, is the new Avengers, Age of Ultron, oh, which is super cool. Mm. Have you seen, seen the, trailer? the trailer? Yeah, Joburg, all it's over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. They closed down the Joburg CBD to mm. film um, a huge fight scene uh, with the Hulk, and mm. you see all the GP number plates. Exactly, so cool in the South African police, police. force. <laughs> <laughs> they make it in there, which is really cool. So that's May 1st. This friend of mine actually started as an extra in the UK. They shot one of the Captain America scenes from when he was back in the 1940s. Um, shot one of the scenes in the UK and there was a whole big dancing scene and he said he was in that as an extra um, and he said that was quite cool he said Chris uh, uh, Evans is not that tall and he's not that good looking in real life apparently do the, do I think that's with a lot of celebrities though mm. like I think makeup works well for mm. them I mean 
totally going off track here, but um, when I was flying back to the UK once here in Joburg, I saw um, Kim Kardashian <laughs> in the airport. I mean, Sorry. let's be honest, she is a pretty chick. Like, she mm. has got a pretty face. When I saw her, she had no makeup on. She wasn't dressed up. She's short and mm. she is fuggly. Yeah. Like, really fuggly. Well, just look how big she is. Just Kim, Kim Kardashian, she... All of them. You know what? For all for all their, their space. for all their wrongs, they really do some incredible things. Without without, I mean, they must sure, be a, a pure, they they do. The TV show does really well, and that must be because of the mother that sorted that out. The Kim Kardashian, she was one of the top uh, iPhone apps last mm. year, paid for app. Yeah, no. You pay for an it's app, ludicrous. and it's like a Kim Kardashian dress me, take me to the movie, whatever. I've never played it, so, so don't don't hold me. Don't please don't download it. But and then here's the thing for you. You know the mom forced the the younger sister, the younger the kid, to go for have her lips done and have her tits the done. Gen, the Jenner girl. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't so know, embarrassing. I don't know if you saw over over the holidays, um, maybe not as prevalent in South Africa, but all the girls, the kids, they're all dyeing their hair either blue or purple oh. because of this, Je- whatever her name is, Jenna. Is it her? She started a trend. Kendall Jenner. Her name's Kendall Jenner. Yes. She's the the model one, isn't she? She's not really done anything else other than a bit of modeling. But she's pretty. She's pretty. No, she she's very, prettier than the other ones. And she's got a much nicer figure than the others as well. Hot. On May 15th, we've got uh, an amazing movie coming out, which we're all excited for. And I'll play a little song that might uh, trigger the brain. We'll see if you, you recognize it. Oh, uh, yes. Pitch this, Perfect, this too. Is, this is the one I am waiting for. Mm. I got my ticket for the long way round. Two bottle whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company. And I'm leaving tomorrow. What do you say? When I'm gone, when I'm gone, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. I got my ticket for the long way round. The one with the prettiest of views. It's got mountains, it's got rivers, it's got sights to give you shivers, but it sure would be prettier with you when I'm gone, when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. You're gonna miss me by my walk, you're gonna miss me by my talk. Oh, you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Pitch Perfect 2. That's, uh, that's art on May the 15th, which I'm super excited for. I'm totally mm, setting a countdown mm, on my phone. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, the first one, it was it was almost like a bit of fluke that the movie did what it did. It had uh, no name cast. There were a couple of a couple of people in there. Well, Anna Kendrick. She, Kendrick. Wa- she wasn't that famous before no, Pitch Perfect. She, she had done was. Twilight. She'd done Twilight and then she, she did Pitch Perfect. At the air up there with George Clooney where she got, I'm sure she got a nomination. She's done Oscars. loads really? more movies uh, than that. I'm really? sure because I Googled it. Yeah, she's done she's a... When I was reading up on it, they just they thought that the whole acapella movie would not be as big as it did. Mm. It was almost like a cult that people got involved. So Pitch Perfect 2 <laughs> is coming out, and I think it's going to be as good. I've seen the trailer, and the one-liners are as funny. Yeah, I think just Fat Amy is just amazing, so I think oh, anything that she's in is funny. <laughs> when when Nikki and I are brainstorming or, or when something needs to happen or if she needs to find something on her phone, and it takes a little longer than expected, she does a great a great impersonation 
of Fat Amy. What is it, Nix? <laughs> That's amazing. We love that movie. So we're, we're excited for that to come out. And then uh, on June the 12th is um, Jurassic World. Oh, you showed me the... The trailer. Yeah. Because that I'm super amped for. I'm like a Jurassic Park fan. I remember watching... And Jason's pulling his nose up. No, no, I enjoyed Jurassic Park. Yeah. You're not, you're not keen and on that's where it ended. Yeah, see, for me, it ended at Jurassic Park. I didn't mm. even know there was like a two and a three, three. and there were just seven no, or whatever. There were there two was. and three. The t- number two was terrible. Number three was worse. I think num- this one, Jurassic World, they're gonna get right. I- I've got this feeling mm. when you see the trailer. Spielberg back on. He is back on. Okay. And when you see the trailer, they've, they've, it's very much into the future from Jurassic Park, so it's Jurassic World. They've ironed out all the problems and they've made the island work. So when when the beginning of the movie starts, it's a proper amusement park that people fly to, go on boats to, and um, there's a there's a scene where they're all sitting in almost like an aquarium, uh, like you do when you're at a sharker, mm. and they're all sitting around waiting for whatever's going to happen to come out of the sea, and they pull a shark along a tightrope, a massive shark along a tightrope in the air, and the shark's like sort of jiggling around, and the next minute this massive, massive, massive dinosaur fish comes up and eats the shark. And then everybody claps and everybody goes mad because it's a it's like a theme park. They got it right. Hmm. And then, well, obviously, what, what, what? I bet you it's it's just plain sailing throughout the whole movie, oh, right? Of course, hundred I mean, percent. Nothing goes sailing. wrong. Nothing goes wrong. They then there's some scientists or or PR people that feel that the dinosaurs are not enough. Oh, because damn those PR people. everybody has now seen the T Rex and everybody's seen the Brontosaurus, so they decide to create. Their own hybrid of a dinosaur. Oh. Which they've taken all different pieces of a dinosaur and created this new, vicious, amazing attraction. And that's when everything goes wrong. Sure. See, that's where people just want to keep taking, taking, taking. Yeah. Well, Judy Greer is in it. So just because she's got my surname, I might watch it. Uh. <laughs> yes, we're in. We're going to go watch Jurassic World. Then the next is Inside Out, which is Pixar's big one after making too many horrible movies about... Cars and fire trucks and yeah, they got a little bit over eager on that, didn't they? With and then planes and the pr- mm. I think the problem was they come up with a great idea and then they just sequel the crap out of it until you don't have anything else to sort of go for. But they did that with the likes of Toy Story, did the same. and mm. all that kind of stuff. So Inside Out is their new one, and it almost—I don't know what the name of the sitcom was—but when I was growing up, there was a, a series on TV where there was the main character and he would go about doing stuff. And then it would almost go into a different scene where it would be the three or four people in his head that are making those decisions. I don't know if you remember that at all. If anybody remembers it, because they're both looking at me like I'm crazy. There was a series when we were growing up, and uh, it was all about how this man's daily decisions were made by the people inside his head. And that's what Inside Out is. It's exactly the same. They've got these cartoon characters that they've created that are the deciding factor inside a guy's head. This was definitely one of those um, moments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the name of that series. And if, if anybody else knows, hit me up on Twitter. It's Brent Lindicue. Or you can get me on WeChat. That's June the 19th, Inside Out. July the 1st is a biggie as well, which the trailer was released like two weeks ago. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Oh, you must be uh, Yeah, I don't have a Move along. That one. No, they've brought it back. And Arnold, no, Arnold is back in it. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's he needs to know when he needs to retire in my yeah, opinion. It's, 
over. Look, the guy's done. He's done a lot. He, he yes, he has acted, done a lot. He then uh, became a politician. Got his nanny pregnant. He then did the nanny, <laughs> and he's now he's now back on for for <laughs> I'll be back in Terminator. It looks yeah. really cool. The thing is, though, like now he's a little bit old, surely, and like his body's not going to be like it was, and I don't think any sort of human growth hormone <laughs> or steroid is going to help him to look as good as what he did. Uh, it is Annie. It's like Sylvester Stallone, you know, like now that he's trying to do good all the grief. Rockies and stuff and he's, he just looks horrible. Yeah, there's a new Rocky coming out one of these days. Oh, for no, real? Yeah, yeah, for real. What? That, yeah. that has lived and died a death several times. Mm. It needs to just learn when it needs to... Shocking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last three. The the next one's July the 18th, which is Entourage. And for any of you that watched cool. Entourage, the series was just... Yeah, phenomenal. well, that's the thing. It's oh, a yeah, series. Then they're going to make it to a movie. They're going to put it in a movie. I don't know. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. I don't know if you ever watched The Inbetweeners. It's a Mm-mm. UK... Oh, uh, yes. The little, yeah. Yeah. They made the movie of that, mm. which I love. And the series is also awesome. But then I think other things don't... Well, work. like, they got Sex in the City, right? They yes, took it from true, a, a yes. series because it had a cult following. Mm. And then they put it into a movie and it worked. It worked I yeah. actually, when I was in New York 2013, two years ago, can you handle? Mm. Or in 2015. <laughs> um, when I was in New York, I ate at one of the, the restaurants that had been featured in the movie. And because of that, the restaurant was just elevated to this mm. platform where they were like, you're eating at a Sex in the City yeah. spot. Uh, they had like a Sex in the City menu. It was really cool. It was a, a cool Well, vibe. they're those famous cupcakes in New York that were made, uh, they were, they became uh, very famous through Sex in the City. Mm. It's these you know. these people that make things famous, eh? Yeah. It's <laughs> like when you go out and you you order a cocktail, everybody wants a cosmopolitan, don't they? It's because, because of, of sex the in the city. They mm. they brought that back to life. Mm. The the second last one that I have on the list here is the new James Bond. That I'm excited for. I don't even think they've released the trailer yet. They just released the name and everybody went hoo ha. They went crazy. Mm. Spectre. Mm. So I think James Bond also it's like a cult following. Yeah. I am a big I do love James Bond. Yeah. I started enjoying it more when Craig uh, Daniel Craig Daniel Craig came on came on came onto the scene as James Bond because he was a, a grittier, darker, harder he, James Bond. I flippin' love him. He's the best James Bond ever. Like yeah, I love is. him. Look, they they also changed almost the storyline because it got very gadgety. It was mm. all about what new gadget is James Bond mm. gonna have? What new car? What 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 what? And when Daniel Craig came on, they pulled everything back. Yeah. But also when Daniel Craig, his first one was actually supposed to be, the first one he did was him becoming a 007. Mm. So it also was like the pre-James Bond. Yeah, like so the beginning. Yeah, so they went actually went back to the beginning with him. Mm. That scene where he's in the chair, naked, like this. And he's got that hole where he's, you know. Yeah, where they... Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's exactly. No, he's, he is a very beautiful man. His eyes are stunning. <laughs> It has nothing to do with the fact that he's English. The, the, oh, yeah, well, that helps as well. They're actually, um, I don't know how true this is. I know he used to be stay around the, the area where I am from in the UK because of um, a, a gym membership that he had. Um, but uh, he... Did you was, gym with him? I didn't gym with him. Um, but there's an area where I'm from called, a section of the town that I'm from called Bond End. And everyone used to say that he had a a house there because of it being called Bond End. I don't Mm. know how true that is. But he did have a car apparently with Bond on the number plate. Wow. I would as well. Mm. Yeah, when you've been James Bond. Aston Martin. That's how you roll. Uh, The final one on my list is on November 20th. And the only reason I put it on here is because I enjoyed the books. I read the books. I watched the first two movies. Mm. I hated the third one. 
And I'm hoping the fourth one sort of brings it all together. It's the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, which they'll bring out at the end of this year. Okay. They took So the Hunger Games, as it is, the books, the way that they work, is the first half of the book is setting everything up. It's incredibly mm. slow, lots <laughs> of information. They set the story up mm. for the second half when all the action happens. Mm. That's ba- the movie one got it right, movie two got it right. Then they decided to capitalize on on the book and and make money off of it. And they split the last movie into two, the last book into two movies. So the full part one is incredibly informational. Mm. It's really, it's sort of quite boring. I'm hoping that they finish it off with a bang. I've seen movie one and two, but I haven't actually yet seen movie three. But somebody did say to me, don't go to the movies to watch it. It's definitely a sit at home, mm. like watch the DVD rather Next, than I would, I would wait. I would wait until it comes out on November the 20th. So like on November the 20th, Download The Hunger Games or get it from wherever. Watch that part one and then go to the movies and watch part two. Because then it'll make sense. It'll all come together. Yeah, I suppose then it's more worthwhile and it's not so much like uh, I've just wasted oh, two hours long. of my life. It's long. But yeah, so those are sort of my Good. top ten movies that are coming to 2015 that we can look forward to. I'm sure there'll be a hell of a lot of horrible ones that come mm. as well. Well, there's that. Mm. that I, was, I said to you just now... Um, there's one that, that you missed that I feel is like 50-50 between people excited for it and people not so excited for it, and that's the um, Fifty Shades of Grey. That's actually out. I, I believe uh, they're putting it on the 14th never heard of, it. of What's February. What's it about? <laughs> 50 what? 50? <laughs> Fifty Shades of what color? <laughs> what now? Um, is it a movie about painting? <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Basically, they go into a hardware store, and they discuss the different shades of grey, because there are only 50 in the world. It's about six. Yes, it is. That is what the movie's about and it's got all the people in an uproar because the books came out and they were basically an updated version of Mills and Boone that people again carrying around a book to look intelligent Jay they were sitting on the trains busy reading these hot sexy scenes and you knew they were basically reading porn in public mm. and um, and the the Hollywood sort of caught on to it and they decided to put it into a couple of movies as well because there's a couple of books yes. there's 50 no, I'm joking. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> 51 shades of grey. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, they're uh, bringing out the movie as well. It's sort of earlier to the year. I didn't put it on the list because it does nothing for me. No, I have to say, it's not one that I'm particularly looking forward to or not. As the discussion we had just now, the, I was gonna the say. lead character doesn't really do anything for me in terms of I'm dying to go and watch it because he's in it. There was a massive hype around who they were going to cast. And if you look at sort of the top guys, there's a big pool to choose from. And they chose someone who, I don't know, does it matter? I, I, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you who's playing him. I can't even remember what his name is, what he's been in before. I had his name here just now, but I don't even know. Never. Never, never heard of him. Mm. But see, that's what sometimes can make a movie work. When you have an unknown who actually just really just portrays the role amazingly well, apparently. I suppose also, depending on, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever read any of the books, but some of the stuff in the books is quite, like, raunchy, so I suppose it depends finding an actor that's also... I can't say I've read the book, I must be honest. No. No. No, not keen for that, eh? No. Not keen for that. Uh, All right, so we've we've dragged... uh, Tech expert in you, Jason Greer. Ah, uh, yes. Hello. Because he's going to give us the top things to look forward to in 2015, the top mm. things that are making uh, technology waves. Yeah. Um, but, but just before, I mean, you do the tech report. That's one of the things that you do, yeah. and you write about technology, and mm. you're quite invested in technology. Yeah, I suppose, to a certain degree. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy gadgets more than anything else. 
um, like for Christmas, I got myself a, a quadcopter mini drone with a camera on it. And I've been, that's yeah. the smaller one. Yeah, yeah, it's a smaller one. Although I have seen one that I really want to get. It's about five and a half grand or so. Then you can stick a GoPro on it and it flies for 300 meters. And if it goes out of range of your remote control, it's got this instant sort of go home, uh, kicked, uh, technology. So this technology kicks in. And it automatically realizes it's out of range and just comes straight back to your GPS location and lands beautifully. If it's about to run out of battery power, it does the same thing. It's fantastic. Anyway, I want one of those this year. Can yeah. I ask, like, what do you, what, or maybe I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't ask. What do you use it yes, for? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that question. I don't, you know what it is? Like, at the moment, I, I fly it and I record and I, I go up as high as I can without, you know, being straying too far because of the wind and all the rest of it because it's such a small little thing. And then I bring it back down and I watch the footage. And I'm like, oh, look how high I got. <gasps> and <laughs> I that's can see such the a ground. highlight. Yeah. <laughs> and also we do like, I do these like flybys. So like I'll fly it straight towards me while it's recording. I'll be like, it's, <laughs> and then I'll watch it back. Playing chicken with your own drone. <laughs> yes, it's so much fun. Um, so yeah, so I want one of those. Anyway, uh, smartware. I just, I just want to say, you said with the GPS and coming home and, and it comes back. Yes. I, do you remember they had that LG concept store in Monte Cassino? Yeah. I went into the concept store and, and found a robotic, a robotic, uh, vacuum cleaner. Mm. That's, I that's love okay. Those. So more and more robotics are going to be coming in 2015. People are becoming lazy. We mm-hmm. are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that robotic, um, they had it there in that concept store mm-hmm. showroom. And I was like, this is incredible. Look mm. how it moves. Look at how it sucks things up. Yeah. Uh, where do I buy one? And they went, it's not available in South mm. Africa. Well, so we got into Google around the world, sort of mm-hmm. searched. We found one, which we got imported. It took like two weeks to come into South I Africa. Remember, I saw it, yeah. And because it's not South African, the thing only speaks Mandarin. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a Mandarin robot. And because of that, we, we, we called her Ting Tong. Cool. Like a little Britain. Mm-hmm. Ting Tong. And Ting Tong, you switch her on. It's got, I think it's got 30 cameras on it plus sensors and it moves around the house. It's no bigger than, I don't know. It's like a dinner plate size. It's a bit big. It's a bit bigger than that, I would say. Maybe, maybe like, yeah, yeah. like, mm, like a chair. Okay. Hmm. Mm. I wouldn't say it was that big. And it's, it's round <laughs> and it, it scuttles around the house and picks up all the dirt mm. and sort of sucks it up. And when its battery sort of gets to a certain percentage and it knows how far it is from the charging station, it makes its way back home mm. and charges itself. Clever. Then it's got a setting where every, whatever you set it to, I don't know how because it only speaks Mandarin, but you can set it to like half an hour every hour to scan the room for anything that's fallen at that time and then it just automatically cleans it also maps out your house so it Mm. knows exactly what the house looks like after doing it a couple of times and if there's a pair of shoes or something that you've left in an area it'll go around it but it makes a note to go back to that area Hmm. it's it's insane so somebody Hmm. in China or something has a map of your house. <laughs> yeah, I'm <gonna> <laughs> it's like locked in. Oh, now I see what your house looks like. You know, they can clean my floors. <laughs> then, does it realize when there's stairs? It can't get upstairs. Well, I know it can't get oh, upstairs, but I was thinking if you'd put it upstairs, would it fall down the stairs or would it stop? I've never tried and it never has fallen. So I, I think it might register, but we, we have to move it from downstairs to upstairs yeah. and um, just so that we can get there. And the, to be honest, the only time we really use it is over the holidays when our housekeeper is away for like yeah. two or three weeks. It just okay. keeps the house neat and clean and sucks up all the 
Yeah, robotics are trending this year, my friend. What is no, what? No. What is coming? What is like the? Okay, well, I got a little list here. First of all, smartware is huge, as you already know. Smartwatches, etc. We got the. So went the Apple one. Yeah, we got the Bad. release of the Apple Watch coming out shortly, um, and uh, that's also going to be more integrated with your cell phone. It's going to be integrated with your car. You can start controlling your music with your smartphone, your car, on your phone. Obviously, um, the Fitbits, the, the 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 health thing is is just enormous, um, and the new health bands that are going to be coming out soon will be able to track a lot more than just how many steps you've taken, um, your blood pressure, your heart. Your, <laughs> Um, we actually researched that at Christmas because um, for my boyfriend's father, we actually wanted to buy him one for Christmas. Mm. And um, and obviously, they're only coming out 2015, so we ended up uh, not doing that. But mm. it's amazing the stuff that they can do. It's Look, stupid, actually. It's ridiculous. What I love about technology is that it keeps getting better. Mm. So whatever is going to come out now in 2015… And quicker. …will be much better than it was before. Of my course. My um, Fitbit that I got last year… Mm. The biggest downfall of my Fitbit was that the battery didn't last very long. So mm-hmm. I had it on my arm and I would use it and, and that would be cool. But the longer I wore it for, like the, the more months that passed, mm-hmm. the shorter the battery lifespan. That happens with everything, yeah. And then I had to be, I, it was charging it every second day, which mm-hmm. then it's not, not cool. Because how are you going to track your sleep if you're charging it at the same time? You know what I mean? Hmm. But that's what you get your phone for. You just stick it on your pillow and it tracks your sleep. That does it as well. You're oh, right. No, it's ridiculous. So yeah, so smartware is becoming a, a huge thing this year, even bigger than it was last year, um, because we also we all want to be one of one of those sort of uh, kit watches, you know, from back in the day, the Night Rider, where you control everything, like, you know. Um, so that's huge. 3D printing, another one that's going to be just completely taking off this year. It's it's becoming more affordable. Uh, the 3D printers are becoming more accessible, more portable. Um, I mean, even now you can go to Dion White and go buy your own 3D printer. Uh, it's about 20,000 Rand. And you can print pretty much whatever you want, really. I mean, it's how, how big does that print? Creative. Uh, it, well, it can print cell phone covers, for example. It wow. can print spanners, usable spanners. Um, it can print knives and forks if you want. It can print cups. Plates. Um, what is anything, it? Do you right? know what the cost of the the plasticky stuff is? Because I guess I, twenty thousand rand for the machine, but then that cartridge did, of it's about I think geez, I could be talking up to I think three hundred rand a cartridge. Okay, um, and I can't I can't remember how much you get out of it, but it's 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 a gadgety type of thing. I mean, it's it's fun to use. You can make a a, a toy car for your kid. You know, a usable toy car. Wasn't there something in the Jesus. UK, in, uh, no, in the UK, sorry, in America, um, where someone used one of those 3D printers? I think it was either last year or the year before, and they made a replica of a gun in the 3D printer, mm. and it worked. And it worked, yeah. And but that's the thing; they can fire do... bullets. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what you can, it's, it's 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 mind blowing. I mean, they're making parts for cars using 3D printers. They're making artificial limbs for dogs using 3D print. Artificial limbs for human beings. That story with the dog was. Was phenomenal. Mm, it's cute. So the dog didn't have any limbs, was born without any front limbs, and for years was on like this wheelie sort of thing and also just like hobbling around. And these guys uh, built these beautiful little sort of half wheelie type 3D. I know you'll have to Google it to, to check it out, but it's really just amazing. This poor dog cannot run. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, so that's also becoming uh, more accessible this year. And everything's going to be 3D printed these days. It's just, it's just so much easier. Human uh, uh, parts are becoming 3D printed. Internal organs are becoming 3D printed. It's just, it's so, you know, it's, it's, it's mind blowing technology. 
TVs are going to become more affordable this year. 4K TVs are going to become more affordable, you know, like ultra high definition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now you want to buy it yourself in UHD TV. It's going to cost you 25, 35,000 rand for a normal UHD. But this year it's going to, price is going to come out as with TVs every year. You know, they're always going to come down in price. So that's going to be, going to be cool. The TV, the TV side, I know, I mean, people are doing different things to, to make TVs better. And like we said just now, mm. technology gets better every year. Does some of the things I feel are quite, it's, it's sort of like a novelty. Like the Samsung did that rounded TV. Does that do anything for I anything? I love those. The okay. LG have got one as well, the curved TV. Yeah. So apparently it does in that you don't have to be now sitting right in front of the TV to enjoy the full experience. You can be sitting to the side and enjoy the same it, experience. You get it at your peripheral. Peripheral. Apparently. Look, I don't buy into that gadget rubbish either. Stra- no. th- 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 it's a lot honest. of money extra just to, for the sake of it being curved. <laughs> what is amazing is how flat that screen is. Yeah. It's just incredible how they're able to put all that technology into Oh, it's amazing. When they started doing the big TVs <laughs> back in the day, they, they used to project. Mm. Cause they couldn't, rear projection, they, yeah. they couldn't get it big enough. So that's why the TVs had that huge sort of back because they had to project to Correct. make it look bigger. Yeah. And now we got these flat, flat, mm. flat, flat TVs that do amazing things. I bought one, which was, you can call it a novelty, but mm. the 3D experience. Yeah. And I still do it. We put the 3D glasses on, on like a Sunday, grab some popcorn and we watch a 3D movie, which mm. is. Um, so my, my boyfriend's father, he's got one of those smart TVs that's got the voice uh, activation. Mm. What? At, yeah, but when they were setting up the TV, um, their two-year-old son's voice was talking in the background, so now he activates the TV. That's so funny. So randomly, George will start talking and the TV will go, George is the little one. Yeah, change channel. And they're like, no, stop, stop. Because <laughs> of the voice activation. Yeah, that voice activation is such a gimmick. I mean, it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't want to say... Volume down, volume down. No, yeah, you'd like to use the remote. Shouting at it, yeah. volume down. <laughs> um, so yeah, so TV is something to look forward to. Flatter, bigger, cheaper, more colors, etc. Um, this is still in the process. Uh, I reckon by next year, driverless cars will be almost commercially available. I mean, Google's you, got their you, own. Are you? What is a driverless car? So basically, you don't need to drive the car. It'll drive itself. I saw that in a movie with Tom Cruise and I wanted it. But, um, <laughs> That's what I wanted. Haven't Volvo, is it Volvo? They've already bought out the one that self-parks and... Yeah, no, a number of cars have already got that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I forget what so the feature's kind of called. There. Yeah, even VW's got it. So they push a button and just parallel parks for itself. Um, but Google's already got their own driverless car. Um, there was a... a a promo the other day I saw on the internet for Mercedes Benz has got this enormous truck and it literally drives itself on the highway, uh, checks its lay. I don't know how it does it, but it does. Um, so yeah, so driverless cars are in the very near future. They're going to be available soon. And that, that'll help for safety on the roads, big time. Absolutely. Yeah. Also traffic congestion. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, delivery drones. Now, I use this because Amazon are slowly but surely going to be put to putting them out this year. Instead of now waiting for a real person to come with the truck, you know, to come and deliver it, and they're going to send out drones from the head office in the States. They're going to send out these drones. They're going to come straight to your location, your GPS location, come down, deliver your package to you. It's wow. amazing. That stuff is like, that's science so fiction. N- eh? No delivery man. We're going no to get delivery man. You're going to get delivery drone. It's incredible, eh? Do you think you'll still have to sign? <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you know what it's going to be? I, th- I 
think it's going to have to have like maybe like your ID and your face and do like take facial a, recognition. A, no, yeah, yeah. I would think. Um, what so if that's, you're not home? Like the delivery man knows that you're not home. That's a good question. He'll leave you a little note to say, "Go to the post office." What Mm. will the drone do? The drone will will hang around because (laughs) just hover there because sees someone arrive. Human resources you might be paying per hour with the drone. You're not. Mm. That guy, that guy's paid off. It depends he on needs. He's got a job. He does the job. Mm. He's done. Cost of battery and fuel, though. How long can they hang around? You're away yeah. for two weeks, and the drone's hovering <laughs> yeah, exactly. there for two weeks. Um, I mean, already in the Amazon head office, they've already got little robots already sorting everything out for you. Um, you send an order through; it's all automated. Little robot takes this thing out, puts it there, and it's it's amazing what these guys are doing. Uh, from a that's th- that's from scary. A that, tech point of view, yeah. it's, it's a little bit scary, and and. It was one of my points that I was going to discuss about news in a bit. Mm. But the matriculants, uh, the, the matric results came out this morning. They've changed the whole process, which is horrible. Mm. You don't get your name in the newspaper anymore like you used to, mm. just in case you failed and then you would be upset or whatever the, the reasoning is. It's, it's pretty bad. But the point that I want to make oh. is that the, they matriculated yesterday. So for the guys that passed, mm. you need to start looking at careers that are not going to be taken away by robots. It's that simple. Because mm. that, deli- that delivery man who might have become, mm. a, he, he won't have a job anymore. Mm. The sorting people won't have jobs anymore. Yeah. So to look at things that need the human mind or yeah, the sort exactly. of creativity, or that's that's a good point too. Huh, interesting. Um, speaking of creativity and the human mind, what it can accomplish, um, uh, virtual reality is going to become a huge thing this year as well, um, where you no longer need, uh, f- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I can't think of the word right now, but it's basically, you know what virtual reality is, where you get the goggles, you stick it on your head, on your face, and you immerse yourself in this world that you feel like you're in, but you're not, but you are, but you're not. Yes. The Matrix. Kinda. Exactly. So that's going to be big? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's that movie that, um... Law Merman. The Matrix. No. (laughs) There was another movie, and it had that Colin Farrell in it, and he went to that special place, and then he got shot at and stuff. We're, if anybody Total knows, recall? yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but he was in some th- virtual reality thing there, wasn't he? Was kinda. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, they put him in this sort of, uh, a holiday uh, sequence where you could be whoever you wanted to be. We're going to stick you in this little thing and you can be whoever you want to be for the next two weeks. And it's some computer program. You know, so yeah, so virtual reality. Uh, last year there's a, a company called, uh, or not the company, the product was called Oculus Rift. And it was funded. I heard about that. Mm, and it was funded by Kickstarter and then bought by Facebook. And I don't know how Facebook's going to use it, but Oculus Rift, basically game developers can now take it, use its technology to uh, build games around using this virtual reality wow. headset. So that's going to become a huge thing. PlayStation as well have also got their own. That's going to be coming out most probably this year or early 2016. Um, so that's also in the pipeline to be used. And also, at the moment, cell phones have got their own headsets. I think... Um, what did I go to recently? Samsung have got this headset that you put on and you stick your phone into it like this. And somehow the, the mirrors or whatever in the headset actually make and, – and the game works with the headset so that you look around and it's all around you. You completely surround in this world. So it's already available now for your cell phone if you wanted to. That's be. crazy. Yeah. And then also lastly, uh, eco-friendly houses, environmentally friendly um, washing machines, tumble dryers – Everything's going green this year, which is finally, you know. I just, the whole green thing, I want them to make it cheaper because it's it's great to say that we need to, I mean, with 
load shedding and mm. everything else going on. You need to get off the grid, but it's so expensive mm. that if they had to make, um, and it's not the solar panels that are expensive, it's like the battery packs mm. and, and that sort of thing. If they made that cheaper, more people would jump on board. Absolutely. To try and green friendly your house at the moment is not a cheap thing. And it's like, I could go and buy myself a, 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 a instead of a geezer, I could buy myself a solar heater. It's going to cost me 10 grand. Well, how much is it going to save me? Well, it's, you know, in 15 years time, you will see the, you know, you'll see the comebacks or the, the payback. 15 years? It's a long you know, time. You must wait for that investment to start, you know. So you're right. It needs to be cheaper. Needs to be cheaper. Mm. Is that is that all the tech for now? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. We're going to move on. I've got I've got the top ten travel destinations for 2015. So if you're planning a little trip and you don't know where to go, this is uh, the CNN's CNN's list of the top ten places where things are happening around the world to go to. We're going to start off with the first one, which is Cuba in Australia. Um, they're celebrating. A, there's a huge celebration happening in Cuba. It's in the middle. It's more like the outback. So it's very different to a normal Australia holiday. And that comes in at number 10 um, for if you want to go. I don't know. I've been to Australia twice and I wouldn't want to go to the outback. And mm. I've seen Wolf Creek, which uh, doesn't make me want to go into the outback. I don't know what that is. Don't watch it. Okay. Don't watch it. Oh, is it a movie? Uh, I thought it was a place as well. I was, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> No. So uh, number nine is Singapore. And uh, what they say about Singapore is it's this year's 50th birthday celebration. I don't understand how it's only 50. No, me neither. But also, didn't I could be totally wrong now, but isn't Singapore where like 36 people died on New Year's Eve from a stampede? Oh, from a stampede. Because somebody threw out fake money from a balcony in the square and everyone thought it was real money, so they stampeded for the money. Is that why? Yeah. (gasps) Still on the list, eh? Maybe just stay away from that little New Year's precinct. Yeah. Or New Year's Eve. (laughs) Yeah. Or fake money. There's a whole bunch of options to stay away from. Uh, number eight is the Mekong and Irrawada rivers. Ah, yes, the uh, yes. <laughs> in Vietnam, they have these houseboats that you can rent in Vietnam and live on a houseboat and sort of tour around it. Which I mean, That's that quite that, cool. that would be a cool trip, mm. I think. Uh, number seven is Salta, Argentina, and that looks quite foresty. It's sort of like mountainous and quite pretty. Okay. And they have, they've got a good soccer team as well. <laughs> Uh, number six is the Faroe Islands, which, uh, I actually have no idea where they are. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not that good at geography. No, but the reason why they need to go there is because every year they have a total solar eclipse. So hmm. it's one of the only places. It, where? That's what it says, yeah. Every year? Yep. They it plunged into darkness for quite some time. That's hectic. So, <laughs> mark it off your list. Okay. Uh, number five is downtown Los Angeles. And I guess that's because it's so epically beautiful. It's like New York is sort of crazy. Have you been there, Jay? Mm. Is it beautiful? Hated it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Why? New York I love, but LA is just <coughs> dirty. I hated New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? It was cold oh. and it was, it was okay. horrible. Look, when I went as well, it was in February, and it was one of the worst blizzards they'd had in a couple of years. So it was freezing, it was snowing, it was disgusting. But I still loved New York. I still loved the atmosphere. I loved the fact that I could walk around at 3 o'clock in the morning and not feel, you know, uh, and feel safe. It was fantastic. But L.A. is just full of homeless people. The Hollywood Boulevard is dirty. The stars are dirty. Um, it's just, it's just, it's grotty. It's nowhere near like I was expecting it to be. When you see the red carpet, the Oscars, yeah, outside, the, nothing like you know, that. the premieres at the Chinese theater, you go there, it's just... All these, these, these dirty people dressed up in characters and wanting money from you. Take, ugh, didn't like it at all. 
I guess as well, when you see it in the movies, it look, always looks so amazing in the mm. movies, and then to see it in real life, it's a bit I know, it's a bit of a letdown. Anywho. So, LA's a maybe in your books. Mm, oh, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't know yours. I, I wouldn't think of going again. Number four is Abu Dhabi, which is beautiful. Mm, Abu yeah, Dhabi. They, like I would agree with Abu Dhabi. Be, have you been there before? I haven't actually been out in Abu Dhabi. I've flown over Abu Dhabi it's beautiful. a few times, and the mm. airport itself is just like spectacular. So. Mm. Yeah. But so, uh, the only thing I don't like about it is the sort of sexism, and that uh, women need to wrap themselves up and... Damn straight. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, should be around the world. Uh, I think terms and conditions, he's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you go to other people's countries, it's nice to respect their their ways. Yeah. But I do imagine, I mean, Dubai is also... Same thing. Yeah, and they're right thing. next to each other. Better plan. Uh, number three is the Bahamian Rivers in Bahamas. Mm. I could go there. That's uh, good. Yeah, I could Sold. go to the Bahamas, mm. yeah. And that's yeah. why it makes number three, I guess. Hmm. Beautiful beaches, fun. Ah, number two is Mons in Belgium. And Belgium, for me, was one of the most beautiful places I'd really? ever been. Um, they, the, the nightlife was incredible. They, uh, we met the most amazing people. So, uh, Belgium are, are very well known for all their different beers and they've got mm. hundreds of thousands of different <laughs> beers. Wow. Like plenty. We met someone in a bar who brews his own beer that his grandfather used to brew. It's been passed down and he sells it into the bar. Um, his beer, it gets brewed in the bottom of his house oh. and they all keep their recipes so secret. Uh, and if you go into a bar to order a beer, each beer comes with a different glass. So the bar, oh, wow. if, they, if they stock a thousand different beers, they've got a thousand different glasses to serve that beer in. That's fantastic. Um, I sound like an alcoholic, but it's not <laughs> just about the beer. They, they, the sightseeing is incredible. Mm. Um, the city is so beautiful. Mm. That square where everything looks like gold. Uh, and then they also have um, waffles. Oh, of course. Uh, Belgian yes. waffles. Uh, Belgian, Belgian waffles. Oh. <sighs> Amazing. I haven't had breakfast. I know, me neither. I was just thinking, oh, I could totally eat waffles for breakfast the, right now. The early show, no <laughs> breakfast. And the number one top destination for 2015, as uh, CNN The Kruger wrote, Park. Is the Kruger... No, it's not. <laughs> it's uh, Milan in Italy. Oh. Fashion capital of the world. Is it? Lots going on there this year. They've got uh, the Future Food Expo. You're quite hungry. Which has an estimated 20 million visitors. Oh. They got the fashion shows. They got big wow. stuff going on in Milan. Cool. Um, which I've never been to either. I've never done Italy. Hmm. I'd like to go to Alaska. I've heard it's, it, Alaska is a good trip to go to. Mm. It's, um, it's good sightseeing. Yeah, it's absolutely. Good for a lot of things. Yeah. That's, mm. that's, uh, our travel list. I also have cool. a couple of charity things, which I think, uh, we'll quickly dial, Please, dial yeah. into. Um, big this year is runs and walks and bicycle things. Mm. There's a whole bunch. I'm actually doing one on the 30th of January, which I'm, I'm fearing my life for. It's a 10 kilometer race, uh, that I have to do in a purple speedo. Sure. <laughs> just a purple speedo or does, do you just have to be wearing the purple speedo? Just a purple speedo. <laughs> it's called the daredevil run. Oh, a red speedo. They've changed it oh. because hollard on our sponsor. Oh. So we got to get into purple speedos. I hope we can wear shoes because I'm not. And doing of course you can. But where do pur- how do you? I've never seen a purple speedo before. They sent it to me. Oh, oh, so they oh had you made. Okay, they had the made. I was They've just already, thinking also. Yeah. No, no, no. Purple's not really a popular color no. for speedo. When you, when you, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't apply. What do you? I didn't register. Mm. But when you register, part of the registration pack is a purple speedo, and on mm. the back of it, it says something towards uh, run, run for balls, or okay. it's all it's yeah. all about testicular cancer. And they sent it to me just because an extra tight one, 
an extra tight one. Mm. I'd get a tight one. I was going to say, they could. just sent it to you. How do they know what size you need? <laughs> My problem is that it's straight after Christmas. Like Christmas holidays, we tend to eat a lot, go crazy. So I'm going to be running a race. Don't blame the holidays. Day. You're fat in August. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to have a little bit of a try. <laughs> That's it. Brent's not having breakfast now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not eating rest. I'm not eating until the 30th of January. Um, yeah, so that's one of the things is that that's big. The runs, the walks, the bicycles, the, all the different, um, challenges that they have. And as, as they get sent to me, I post them because mm. I think it's an easy way for you to get involved. Five kilometer walk is not gonna, it can only do you good, actually. It can sure. only do you good. Um, volunteer work. Mm. Volunteer work is huge. Uh, there was a company that I interviewed. Um, it was about three weeks ago. I'm going to put that podcast back up again. They've made volunteering easy. So they have these buses that pick you up at central points around. And it's it's a big like red bus, like a, like a cool bus, mm. luxury bus. Mm. They pick you up from different areas like Broadacre Spa on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. They take you off to an area that needs volunteers. Mm-hmm. Tell you what to do, whether it's cleaning or helping or whatever needs to happen. You climb off the bus, you spend two hours volunteering, you climb back on the bus and it takes you back to Port Acres. Two hours. Two hours on a Saturday. No way. And I think they've got 10 pickup points in Johannesburg. I did, it's in the podcast and I'll repost the blog. Mm. Most amazing, easy way to get involved in volunteer work. That's brilliant. And why not? Like, That's brilliant. And does it get full, these volunteer yes. buses? Yeah, packed. Wow. That's why they started out with just an idea. She was the CEO of a company, worked quite hard and she decided the corporate wasn't for her Brilliant. and that she was going to do something different Amazing. so yeah she made her way into into a different field and then someone who we've got in the show in a little bit is party for change cool and i'm not i'm not i don't want to give anything away but but the, the name kind of does uh party for charity they throw parties for charity mm. and they and I'll, I'll get her to talk more about it but mm. What better way to raise awareness, get funds, uh, put something towards charity than party for it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, uh, the, the getting rad. Getting pissed for charity. Getting pissed for charity. It's the raddest one. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't title it like <gasps> that. I was just speaking about beer for a very long time. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> and also the tweets that Brent leaves as well. Oh, <laughs> lying in a pool after a heavy night. What did, what did she say the other day? She was funny. Something about lying in a lilo with a heavy breakfast. You know, can't remember. We'll, have, we'll <laughs> have to go through my no, tweets. My, my favorite, and not necessarily this isn't necessarily Brent, Brent that's putting this, is those people that put on Facebook and Twitter, never drinking again. Oh no, uh. I, somet- I sometimes do. <laughs> no, you sometimes do. When you wait, when you wake up in the morning, and you actually just like mm. New New Year's Day, the first of Jan. What? Hmm. What, like what happened the night before it was too crazy. That's when people do the New Year's resolution of "I'm not going to drink this year." Second mm. of January. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me a tequila. <laughs> so th- those are a couple of our things that we can look forward to in 2015. I cool. think that the tech is super exciting. Mm. I think there's I'm cool stuff happening in, in that side. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll continue to bring you cool stuff for 2015. If you guys want to get involved, we've had a couple of WeChats come through. Um, Brendan Kruger said the best New Year's resolution is to is to have the following. It's his re- New Year's resolution. My resolution is not to have any other resolutions. At least I can stick to this one. So he just his resolution is not to make any. Yeah, I can. I can. And I, and you can, you can stick to that. That's pretty simple. And uh, Cindy again from Ireland says that she read the Fifty Fifty Shades of Grey book, and she wasn't too phased about the movie. She didn't really care, but when she saw the trailer, she was like, "Hmm, actually, trailer looks pretty good. Like, I want to go see it." And she also adds in that the reason why they wouldn't they wouldn't cast an A type actor 
is because he'll be typecast as the porno guy. Yeah. Well, this poor kid's been typecast already. That's him. That's you, him. Look at Superman. In fact, I actually read an article this morning, funny enough. Um, five characters or five actors who completely, who were typecast, but now have completely, uh, uh demolished these typecast stereotype. Uh, Steve Carell, for one, um, in the movie Foxcatcher. Mm-hmm. Apparently is phenomenal in that. Jonah Hill in a movie called True Story as well. Um, those are the two that really stood out for me. There's a couple who have just broken out of their typecast. Do you, do you think uh, Harry Potter has broken out of it? I was literally just thinking about Harry Potter now because everyone always says Harry Potter will always be Harry Potter. No, well, he did he did that stage show where he was naked, mm. equius or whatever, mm. on the horse. He was naked on a horse. Yeah. Then he did the, the horror movie, The Lady in Black. Mm. And he also did that sort of comedy horror called Horns. I have to say, I haven't nice. seen any of them. So I can't say that any of them stuck so for, out. For so for him, for you, mm. he's still Harry Potter. Yeah, I think he always but, will be. Okay, so now you say you don't want to get an A-list to typecast. Brandon Routh was no one really, but he was the Superman. Yeah. And he will always be the Superman, unfortunately. And he was not an A-lister. He was an unknown. So and that this poor bugger. So he's now like, Superman. But you know what? I wouldn't mind being typecast as, as, as Christian Grey. Yeah, no, I think it, it, for him, imagine going to a party going, oh, I'm Christian <laughs> Grey. But equally, being Superman, I mean, can you imagine being like, I am Superman? But he was like, not a really great Steady. Superman. Steady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it there. Uh, we'll be right back with more of the good stuff. We're going to have Party for Change in the studio with us. Get in touch if you want to get involved on 0861555189 or keep sending us your WeChat messages. Tweet us, cliffcentral.com, Nix underscore Abbott or Jay Greer. Jason M. Greer. Jason M. Greer. <laughs> Sorry, I just make them up as I go. We'll be right back. <laughs> That's a great big world with uh, This Is The New Year. It's one of my favorite songs. It's actually from, it, they made it themselves, but it's from the movie New Year, which stars those, I don't know, it's big stars, like oh, loads of them. Yeah, Josh Duhamel, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Catherine Heigl, Bon Jovi. Uh, yeah. To name but a few. To name but a few. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it follows their story of in, uh, in America, New York, how they all sort of run around and get ready for New Year's and it's, it's all ties together. It's almost like Love Action. I was going to say, it's one of those Love Action mm. movies where everything just... I'm not a fan of chick flicks, but Love Actually was just, oh, I could watch it again and again. Eh? I so watch cool. it every Christmas. Mm. That's one of my Christmas Such movies. Such a good Christmas movie. One of my my favorite part of that movie, going off on a tangent again here, you know, Mr. Bean, mm. when he's wrapping the present. Oh, that brilliant. Eh? Cracks me you just, every just time. need some lavender. <laughs> yeah, would you like some, some cinnamon stick? <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> All right, so we've got Ashmita Singh, who is the co-founder of Party for Change, in uh, in studio with us. How's it, Ash? How's it Hi, going? Hi, how are you doing? Good. Welcome to the show. This is the good stuff. So we're going to make you feel comfortable. We're going to have a little bit of a conversation. This is her first time on radio, mm-hmm. um, but she's got such an incredible initiative that she needs to be on radio more. Exactly. Um, and if you could see what she looks like, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, she doesn't have a face for radio. 
either. So do we have like a YouTube channel or something we could like show <laughs> her? I think we need to. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take a couple of photos. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're we're planning to put the the good stuff up on YouTube. Jason, the techie guy, is going to sort us out. Definitely, we'll stream it. Nice shirt. Thank you so much. Mm. I did bring you one, Brent. I've got a party for change shirt. Okay, so um, Ash is the co-founder of Party for Change. What is Party for Change? Let's start there. Okay, Party for Change is basically an organization that hosts events. Simply put, hosts events for five rand entrance fee, no matter what the event. Whoa, 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 Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? Yeah, five, How much? Five rands. Five rand. Five rands. Okay. Okay, so it's Party for Change. So it's a double pun here. Hey? I see that. Yeah. Mm. So we're creating change with your change, not mine. So I'm your medium, I'm your platform, I give you a place to come to, give me your change and let me change the world on your behalf. That is amazing. Hmm. So it's all you and I just pretty much give you the platform. What, um, okay, so it's, it's five rand to get into the party and, and the parties, where are they? Like what sort of venues okay, so, or? So, um, in the past, we've had them in bars, we've had them in clubs. It pretty much spans across any kind mm. of entertainment, um, arena you could say so anything all the way from a house party to a nightclub to even a year end how often do you have them um i've had them i've tried to punctuate the year in every quarter it's not my main focus as i am uh, have a full-time job i was gonna say what do you what do you do when you're not changing the world i am an accountant (laughs) an accountant so she knows how to work with change yeah, lots of it. Yeah. Yes, and count them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've you've spread them out throughout the year, and every quarter you're going to throw one big one. Yes, definitely for 2015. Sorry to jump the gun. Um, one to do one every quarter, and yeah, take it from there. And um, okay, so we give you five rand. Where does that five rand go? So here's the awesome part. Um, before the actual event, we find a beneficiary, and then the entire party is marketed around the beneficiary so you know exactly who you're supporting and after the event takes place i take your money and i go either in the past bought a wheelchair or go and give them food whatever the Mm. need is and i feed it back to you via social media so you didn't know that happened that night you got drunk i heard something Mm. about in a pool or something just now in a a pool (laughs) yes on a on a lilo (laughs) imagine you wake up the next day you don't remember last night and then two days later you get a picture of a little baby in a wheelchair and Mm. you 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 contributed you bought that wheelchair that's amazing yeah so then can beneficiaries get hold of you and say listen we we need a party sort it out for us yes but i have two conditions and that is they should not be funded at all because I believe that there's many people out there without a voice mm. that actually need the help. And the other thing is I need complete transparency into how they're spending. Here comes the accountant part. Mm. <laughs> Just that I want to be accountable. I want people to know that there's no one hiding behind Party for Change. We mm. here. You give us cash. I'm accountable. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. It's an amazing initiative. What inspired you? So, I've always been big into charity. And from the time I was nine years old, actually. And I didn't know how to act, what mechanism to use to reach people. And about 2012, I don't know whether you remember, there was snowfall in mm. Johannesburg. That what came out of nowhere. And I had a friend call me up and say, let's take our old blankets to the, the homeless and just give them what we have. So I took it one step further, put it onto Facebook. In three hours, I raised 4,000 rands. Sure, that's amazing. So, but from a few people. So I sat back and thought, how can I make, how can I get more, uh, or, or how can I get mm. uh, many people to actually give me 
less yeah. and can I start an epidemic almost mm. because the point of change is many random acts of kindness it's mm. not about the same people doing the same things not that I'm ungrateful for that but don't we want other people to also get infected with the feeling of giving mm. and it's simple it's it's almost an implication not something direct that you're doing you remind me of a person who I met uh, a couple of years ago. Her name's Melanie Minar. Mm-hmm. And Melanie used to work for, for Standard Bank in the corporate division. And it, it was the start of winter and she was sitting around her, her lounge or her fire or whatever, wherever she was. She was warm. She was in a good place. She was, um, blessed. And she sat going, there's, there's people that aren't. What if I could use social media? to make a change and and you've used the same sort of pattern of thought and she started um something called the twitter blanket drive and that was that was four years ago and last year something phenomenal it was Mm. it was all over south africa it was Mm. hundreds of thousands of blankets that were donated and that's where you will go Mm. you remind me exactly of her because she had the same thought process and she she also wanted to create change with something so small Mm. Like an extra blanket, yes. give it away. Five rand. Well, here's my thing. I was going to ask about this five rand thing. Okay. Um, I know it's party for change for five bucks, but if I wanted to actually pay ten bucks entrance fee, you can't. So the minimum okay. would be um, your five mm. your five rand change. It's the largest denomination of change. So until they change the the currency, <laughs> <laughs> and we, style. Get a, we get a ten rand coin. <laughs> yes, yeah, you get a ten rand coin. And you know what? The the bottom line is people find change to be cumbersome. Let's mm. be honest. I mean, women don't want it in their handbags. I find my wallet getting too heavy and my bag sagging mm. down. Men's wallets don't even come with the change, with change pockets anymore. anymore. Yeah. So it's like almost the designers want you to give your change away. You know, mm. they're like, let's, let's mm. make it easy for you to actually dispense of it. Yeah. So I don't want you to actually feel like you're making an effort. That's not the point. Yeah. But I want you to feel that warmth in your heart because we all deserve it to see that, you know what, you were a part of it. We yeah. all can be a part of this and we all can go somewhere and we can change so many lives. Exactly. Yeah. When is the next party? When when is the next one? On the twentieth of March. I not I don't have any other details right now, but definitely on all my social media sites on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Definitely, we're putting up all the details shortly. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. And um, one of the interesting things about this party that I haven't done before is that I want people to come to me at this party and basically pitch their beneficiaries for the next three parties for the year. So I want you to tell me who you want me to help. Mm. So we that's, have a party for you. So. What can we kind of, what can we expect at these parties? Oh, uh, it can be, uh, in the past, it's been very general events and I've slowly progressed towards having, uh, celebrity presence, celebrity DJs. Obviously I'm non-profit, so mm. it's all about smiling and asking sure. people to come through. Yeah. If there's no sponsor and it's very sponsor specific per party. Mm. So I'm not sponsored at all. Okay. And yeah, so and it they, depends. And are they during the week, weekends? Weekends. Okay. And it's your normal Saturday night event that tries to happen. The one on the 20th of March, the next day is the public holiday. So mm. it's a Saturday. <laughs> True. That, yeah. Those are big nights out. South mm. Africans, for some reason, the night before a public holiday, they they sort of go cuckoo. You, everybody believes they're a student. Because the next day is <laughs> Sunday. It's so yeah. weird. It's like Saturday. Or is it a Friday? And then it's a Sunday. It's, I just yeah. don't understand. Let's go crazy. Woo! It's a free, it's a free day off. So you've got to, you know, make the most of it and spend oh. the whole day on your sofa hungover. <laughs> so, so interesting fact while you say that. Okay. Not a fact. I try to do a rough calculation. So you... Don't uh, ask me for my variables into this equation. Uh, <laughs> around 25,000 people on an average weekend between the hotspots in Johannesburg and Pretoria are actually out partying. Hmm. And I mean, 
just do the math. Wow. You know, how much can we make? For the more, the bigger the parties that are taking place, mm. imagine the lives that are changing. Well, well that's what I was going to say. There's so many people that are out there mm. that are already in the mm. bars and the clubs and, and sorting themselves out. If you could, uh, and it will get there eventually, but if, if clubs and bars generally just get involved yeah. and they have a party for change yes. every every day. But see, that's the thing where my next question was going to be. If you had to sit on a Saturday night, like try and find a venue on a Saturday night to compete with the other clubs that are out there, do you hold your parties at clubs themselves on a Saturday night? Yes. So as I've said, I've held it at bars Mm. and clubs. But totally. I mean, I want to come to a point where everyone is having a party for change event. Mm. I know that's far-fetched. Yeah, it's not, it's not far-fetched. It's, it's, your dreams become a reality. Um, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you see, here's the thing. Why can't a club uh, take a portion of that entrance fee and give it towards party for change? Precisely. Five bucks of the entrance fee. Because, I mean, I think that would be fantastic. And that's where every club could do a party for change event every weekend. Yes. Oh, that's that's the aim. That's the goal. Mm. And, yeah. And I'm gonna say, if there's anybody out there who's listening, and and they are Please. part of a club or a bar, or, <laughs> mm. or they sort of have something in that line, and they want to get involved, then you need to get in touch with Ash because this again, you remind me of Melanie. This is this is where it starts, and I can just see it grow. How how do people mm. get in touch with you? Okay, so on Facebook, I'm Party for Change Number Four. So so it's p- Party the word for the number, number and then Change. change. On Instagram, I'm Party for Change the same way again. And um, on Twitter, Party for Change SA. My email address is info at partyforchange.com. Fantastic. We're going to tweet all of those links and we're going to put them up all over the place. So if there's anybody out there who wants to get in touch, then they can as well. I think it's important to make a difference. And the easier we make it um, to make a difference, to get involved, is where it's going to go. That's what 2015 Mm. is about. It's Mm. about making stuff easier for everybody. Uh, We're going to take a short break. We've only got sort of 15 minutes left of the show. I can't believe it. Hmm. It's, It's just disappeared. If you want to get in touch, you can give us a call on 0861 555. Go for it. One eight nine. You can't actually. The phone lines are down. Yes, I was going to say. You're going to say that. <laughs> you're on a roll, Brent. Yeah. We got. We go got. In. We got struck by lightning. I don't know if you heard of, of the crazy <laughs> storms that are happening in Germany. Are you serious? We got Phenomenal. struck by lightning and uh, the building, right? The building. Okay. Not, not a person. <laughs> and uh, when we kicked off on Monday with the first show for the new year, all our equipment was just fried. So they've been fixing that. They've they've fixed everything. We are we are good to go. The only mm. thing that they're sorting out is the phone lines. So maybe if you want to get in touch, carry on with WeChat. We've had another message from Cindy, who she says that Alexander Scott would have been her Christian Grey. You we talking about Christian Grey a lot, yeah? <laughs> he's not a he's not a bad choice, I suppose. Look, I still don't. I don't dig Christian. I don't dig the the Fifty Shades of Grey. Have thing. you read Fifty Shades of Grey, Ash? Well, the first chapter, and then I oh. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> she's got. She's a change maker. She, ain't nobody got time for that. All right, hit us on WeChat. You can get us on Twitter. We'll be right back. That was Sia's new one with uh, You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. That comes from the new Annie movie. Which I have no inclination of going to go watch. Man. I actually watched um, the Graham Norton show um, the other day. I can't remember what day it was now. And Cameron Diaz and 
Jamie Foxx. Yes, we're on it, talking about it. Mm. She, just because of her, I will not go watch that movie. Because of Cameron Diaz? Yes. Ah, she... As a, like in movies, great. Uh, Since I've seen her on the Graham Norton show, I cannot stand the woman. She uh, irritates me so much. Is it? Yeah, she's she's. Huh. I don't know. She's got a weird personality. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I wouldn't go watch it purely because it looks rubbish. And, and it's Annie. It's, been it's, done it's Annie. Too That's many it. Times. You can't. I don't know. It's not often times that a, a sequel or, or, or a remake can do any better than the first one. And the thing At is, all. they've changed it quite a lot based on what I saw. Um, they, they've like modernized it. So, mm. um, well, I think they like if you're going to make a movie, you have to. Otherwise, well, obviously you got to keep with the times. Yeah, but it's just. But it's, Annie should have stayed where Annie was. Yes. Well, Look, they're uh, saying that it's not. She's not in like um, like an orphan, an orphanage mm. anymore. She's in foster care, and like uh, Jamie Lee Fox was saying that his his um, character he based it on P Diddy. That's who he's based his character on. That's where he did all of his basis of who he plays is based on P. Diddy. Hmm. Oh, well. Okay, so just quickly, because okay. beca- because it, it's sort of in the same thing. Yes. I tweeted something last night with regards to, to things changing and people mm. not knowing. So some kids who might be growing up might have no idea who, who oh. the original Annie was. You know what I'm going to talk about. Yes, I do. Kanye, oh. Kanye West released a song on the 1st of January. I can't even think of what it's called. It's only one, or uh, I think it's Kanye West's only one, and he features Paul McCartney. People were tweeting, and this is what I tweeted. Next, if you were on Twitter more, you would have seen it. I know, I know. So I tweeted last night four different, let's say three different tweets from people in America, and this is how they go. The first one is from Curve Daily, who said, Who the F is Paul McCartney? This is why I love Kanye West for shining light on all these unknown artists. Mm-hmm. Second tweet from Percy Blackson. That's hilarious. Who is Paul McCartney? He, he's about to blow up thanks to Kanye. Mm-hmm. Another tweet. I don't know who Paul McCartney is, but <laughs> Kanye is going to give this man a career with this new song. Like, how can you not know who Paul McCartney is? Even I know who Paul McCartney is and like, I'm not the most knowledgeable person. But it's not part of, it's not part of our, uh, I mean, we may have grown up a little bit, but it's a totally mm. different era. But you still know because it's historical. The Beatles, when they released that number ones album, it was like 10 years ago, it was at the top of iTunes for a really long time. Mm. But equally, he's done his own stuff as well. You know, he's he's done like post the Beatles. Totally. He's done a lot of his own stuff as well. It just, uh, it's, it's our human race and where it's up. The good stuff. Out. On other stuff on social media. Let's, let's tune out of that. The youth of today. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you've got kids now. You, you're going to teach them. Straight up. Is. I'm going to just, they're going to be living off 80s music. Done. The mm. best, some of the best music. Mm-hmm. Bit of 70s. Bit of good stuff on social media that I've, I've found. First of all, um, last night, uh, Florida, the state legally, uh, made gay marriage, uh, yes. gay marriage legal. There were thousands Midnight of weddings. people. Hmm? Midnight weddings. Midnight weddings. Mm. Everybody was waiting to get married, which is super cool. A lot of people are coming on board, and that's something about 2015. That it's the time for change. Mm. Fifty years ago, it was the same thing in America between black and whites, yeah. and uh, and it's now just turning into something new, and and everybody's coming on board, which is really cool. Other thing that I found, I'll post this. Um, people are leaving scarves all around the cities where it's cold at the moment. Oh, wow. A random act of kindness. And, and on the scarves, it's like the one is on a, a um, those things where you park your car and you put the change in. Yeah. It's wrapped around there and it's got a note that says, I am not lost. 
If you need this to stay warm, then please take it. It is yours. Be warm and do something to help someone else today if you can. That's brilliant. Sir. So it's these random acts of kindness that are happening all around Europe. Uh, where it's sort of cold at the moment, which it, oh, this, I love is, that. this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is helping our human brothers and sisters. Mm. It's what it's about. Hmm. Another story, which is actually South African, but it happened in Europe. A little boy was from South Africa, is from South Africa. He um, was going through, a, he, he got cancer and it is really, really bad. His uncle or some sort of family member assisted him in going to the UK, paid for him to go to the UK for his holidays. It was on his make-a-wish that was one of his wishes, um, but they couldn't fulfill it. So one of the family members sorted it out. He got into the UK. On the flight over, he fell very ill. In the UK, he sort of made it through his two or three days there. When they got to Paris, he couldn't go anymore. And uh, he, he got taken to hospital, and they diagnosed him back in that hospital. And the cancer had spread to, spread to his lungs and his heart, and it was sort of all over the place. And the cost to medically fly him back would have been 1.1 million rand. What? Discovery refused to pay for it because it wasn't part of the travel insurance, not part of what they do, and it's a lot of money. Sure. So they refused to fly him back from Paris. Uh, His family made a bit of a stink on on social media, and Discovery, they answered the, the post by going, we're on it, we know what's going on. And in the end, they paid for the flight to come back. Rubbish. Promises. On social media, I'm going to post that story. They helped him get back home so that he can be back with his family, and and it was an emergency flight, one of those emergency evacuations. Unbelievable. Yeah, the the insurance company, and I think it is, it's a human response to an automated system. Yeah, it's going hold hold the phone. He's in a country with only like one family member. Mm. His support system is here, Mm. so they flew him back. But see, that's exactly what you say. Where the human element then becomes involved. Um, you're not, you have you're no longer just a number. Cause I mean, Discovery itself's got over three million members. You know, so for them to do that, I think that's just, look, they were not obliged to do it. No, not at all. Cause it, I mean, when you take out that travel insurance, those mm. are the one of the things that they don't cover. Yeah. And it was that human element over the. That's wonderful, actually. Yeah. Automated. Well cool, done, Discovery. Cool stories. Mm, cool exactly. stuff. Um, there's another, <laughs> there's another one that I read about a couple of days ago. Uh, there was a family that crashed a little plane in Kentucky. They crashed the plane. The mom on board was the mom, the dad, uh, two sisters and a cousin. The youngest person survived, a little seven-year-old girl. She walked away from the plane crash, a little bit injured, but her dad died, her mom died, her sister died, and her cousin died. She was the only survivor. Uh, they crashed in the middle of the night. It's now winter here in Kentucky. Crashed in the middle of the night. She Managed to get out of the plane. Um, she lit a piece of a piece of wood with the fire from the wreckage. Walked um, almost a mile to go and find. At seven years old, eh, to go and find help. By the time she got to this guy's house, to this old man's house, uh, she was bruised and bloodied, and uh, she had only had one sock on, no shoes. Um, and she walked up to the man and she said, "Listen, my parents are dead. My plane's crashed. It's upside down. Please help." Whoa! How, how old was she? Seven. What? So for a seven-year-old girl to realize that she is now completely alone, um, and instead of just sitting down and crying, like I think a lot of kids would have done because they're so spoiled, um, she took the initiative. Apparently, she learned survival techniques from her dad. But even at seven, she found a piece of wood, uh, lit it with the fire from the wreckage, and then walked to go and find help through rivers, through forests. Uh, I know it was not, it was almost a mile, so it's almost like one and a half k's. But still, for a seven-year-old to do that in the middle of the night, freezing cold, 
Unbelievable. on her own as well with no one yes. kind of giving any guidance to say, actually walk that way. I mean, exactly. How, I, it's I mean, just, it's phenomenal. Survival story. Just, I mean, if they don't make a movie out of this, then I don't know. They're better. Can you post that? And then I'll retweet it for the guys sure. that are, that are sort of listening. Sure. Um, so they can see it. Cause that's an amazing story. Mm. Something it is. It's beautiful. I mean, I, I say it's beautiful. Out of tragedy comes, comes the beauty of it. Um, I mean, your entire family has just been killed in a plane crash, yet you have managed to beat the odds. That's just, that's amazing. Survival. Survival. Mm, mm, mm. So that's the good stuff. We've, we've spent two hours chatting about everything coming up in 2015, everything that we can be excited for. Uh, it's been amazing having you two in studio. It's really, it, I think we have a little panel going on here. <laughs> it's really fantastic. It's really, it's, it's amazing. Two hours has just flown by. Yeah, I was just saying just now, I can't believe that we're, we're done already. Mm. That's, that's, Thank what you, the, that's what the good stuff is about. Time flies when you're being kind. <laughs> that was nice. Well you know, done. Nice stick it in there. So good. every week I have a little segment called Change One Thing because it's Change One Thing Tuesday. I do believe that if you change one thing in your life, you have the ability to snowball and literally change everything. That's It happened for me and it can also happen for you out there. My Change One Thing is about looking forward into the future and focusing on the future. And it's actually, even though we've gone through all of these amazing things that are coming... Stop waiting for Friday or for summer or for someone to fall in love with you or a life or a better life. Happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for it and make the most of the moment you are in now. So even though there's so many things coming for 2015 and it's going to be a phenomenal year, remember that you are alive and kicking right now. Mm. Right now is a moment to go out there and do something absolutely amazing. Exactly. Even though robotics are going to be taking over 2015, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't let the robots take it over. <laughs> this is going like iRobot, isn't it? Fight <laughs> back against the robots. <laughs> we're, we're starting a trend. Uh, it's been great um, having you guys listen to us, and I hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to catch up with all the other shows, we're continuously bringing you the good stuff. It's all about the good stuff, and, and that's what we try to focus on in all of our shows. You can catch up with it on cliffcentral.com, or you can visit iTunes. Don't forget to tune in next week. We'll be back every Tuesday. Thanks and only good things.